yeah, pretty much today what I'm going to be doing is going over what exactly led to me quitting my job last week and what my life kind of looks like going forward now. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of a big deal, right? You have a job. I had this job for a decade and now it's gone. Now it's like I wake up and I have no idea. No, I do know what I'm doing for the day. I'm very type A. So let's let's get into let's get into this. Let's, no further ado. People will join up as as we go through it, and then you can listen to this on YouTube Live afterwards. So yeah, if you've watched my YouTube video on this in <laughs> that I put up at the beginning of the week, <clears throat> it was kind of the abbreviated version of this. So this is what I'm going to be trying to get into a little bit a little bit longer version. So essentially I graduated college in 2014 and that at that time, if y'all remember, if y'all aren't old like me, 31, you know, that around that time, social media wasn't that big, but wasn't that big of a deal, right? I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't something that people really looked at as a career, at least not, at least I didn't think so anyways, at least being a normal person. Like I was just like, no, I don't think that's, I don't think that's a relevant career and graduated college with a criminal justice degree. And I did what I was supposed to do basically, which was, you know, graduate high school, graduate college and, and then get this degree. And then I took my first risk, which was now that I think about it, quite a big risk for some of my age at that, at that point in my life. And that risk was just simply moving across the country. I went to college in Winona, Minnesota. So if anybody knows that, Patello, probably butchered that name. I'm sorry if I did. I went to school in, in Winona, Minnesota. So it was like right across the Wisconsin border, was born and raised in the Midwest. And we took a bunch of these, took a bunch of these trips out to the west side of the United States in Colorado to go snowboarding. And it was amazing. It was like the most amazing time. And then coming back into the Midwest, I was kind of like, oh, like I can't, I can't ski on these. I can't snowboard on these bluffs anymore. I have to like move out west. So that was the plan. I ended up getting an internship in Oregon, small town in Oregon. I literally just called numbers on a phone, looked them up called them on a phone, got with the current boss that I had now, and they brought me in for an unpaid internship. It was 480 hours. It's 480 hours and it was unpaid. It was free and it was unpaid. And basically the girl girlfriend that I had at the time, me and her packed up our stuff after we graduated and we headed out West. Now, again, we, we had never lived together. She was going to school in Chicago and I was in Winona. So we would take the, literally take like the Amtrak train to each other to see each other every three weeks or so. It was one of those long distance relationships. And so you really don't know somebody. I don't care how, how much people are in love with someone. You do not know somebody until you actually really live with them. And especially are seeing them more than three, you know, once in every three weeks, you just don't know somebody. So we ended up literally just driving, just, we packed our stuff up in two cars. That's it. She had a car. I had a car. That's all we had. 
and we, we moved west. This was in 2014. And to me at the time, the Western United States was basically all of the same thing. Like, I didn't really know that much about Oregon. I didn't know, like, to me, it was like all of like, I thought it was like the same thing as Colorado. I didn't really realize where I was moving was going to be one of the more rainier places in the United States. And so I get to this place in 2014 and I'm now in a totally new world. I have a girlfriend that I have never lived with. I knew her from high school. So we were like high school sweethearts, whatever. And we're living in this big, big town called Beaverton, Oregon. And, and it was, it was really exhilarating because one, you moved to a different place, but this, but I had this commute. I literally was riding this bus an hour, like an hour and 20 minutes to, to where I had to get to work for 480 hours unpaid while I was still playing, paying college tuition for it. If anybody wants to talk about, you know, what's funny is that I, I have a course available and I'm not trying to pitch this course. I just find this as very funny. People are like, oh, the courses, you know, the people that do courses are a scam and this and that. You want to know what it's a scam? A scam is having to work as having to pay tuition, 12 credits at a school, pay your tuition for working for free at an internship at a department. That's what I was doing. I was paying to work for free. That's what I was doing. Regardless, this is besides the fact. So I worked this internship for a long time and it was cool. Liked the people there. It was really cool. And eventually I ended up getting hired on by this department and it was super cool. And I had a good time for like, the first few years that I was working there. At first I thought I wanted to be what was called a probation officer. You probably, you know, that's, that's like what I went to school for. I got a criminal justice degree, but as you know, if you've ever went to, went to college, you, what you did declare as a degree when you're 18 years old and now, you know, a decade and a half later, that's what you're supposed to still do or still be interested in is, is that's ridiculous. But that's what happened to me. That's what I thought you had to do. And so I thought I wanted to be a PO, but I realized when I got into the department and I was doing the internship, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I would, I was more into teaching people, helping people doing that type of stuff, more, more of like a counselor type thing. And so I didn't, I didn't want to be a PO. So I basically kept working, but I kind of went into a different position where I was like helping them get, helping people on parole and probation get jobs, helping them do their jobs and things like that. And then eventually started teaching like cognitive behavioral therapy type, type classes. Okay. Now, all the while I'm doing this, as I go through the years, all of my superiors, I would look up to them and I, all of them were burnt out. Every single person was burnt out. The, every single one of them would would never, would never talk about, or would always talk about rather how close to retirement they were, that they only had X and X years left. Everybody hated Mondays. You could tell the whole vibe of the whole place was just on a Monday. And as someone that's very young in their twenties or early twenties, and you're seeing that as people in their forties and fifties, that's not something you want to see like 
let me ask you this. Is that something you would want to see if you are working at a place that's supposed to be your career? These people that are basically 20 years down the line that are now, that's like what you're supposed to be. Or that's what you kind of realize you're going to probably turn into. So that's what I was seeing. And it kind of bugged me a little bit, but I didn't, I didn't really like latch onto it until I started really making a lot of life changes in about December, 2019, or well, no, let me back up in, in about 2019. So in 2019 is when I really started prioritizing a lot of adventure. And I had realized I got into a lot of jujitsu at that time. I stopped, I, I was, I realized I was doing a lot of that, which I still love, but I was doing so much of it that the summers would fly by and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do, wouldn't be outside. And so I started to prioritize being outside more. And so one of the things that I did in 2019 was a couple section hikes of the Pacific Crest Trail. And now my work actually is really, really good at giving me time off, which I'm very thankful for. They were very supportive of my endeavors. But you kind of always had this in the back of the mind that you couldn't take, you had to take time off in a certain amount of time where you wouldn't get fired. And there was like a kind of an unspoken rule of like how long that was. You certainly could not take a month off essentially. Right. And so, you know, that kind of bothered me a little bit because at that time I really wanted to do the PCT. I had a lot of these plans of through hikes. I was really getting into it at that time, but I kind of made it work for me and I, I realized, okay, I can do, there is some through hikes I can do still while working a job. So that's what I kind of did. So in December of 2019, then I ended up actually taking my last drink that I've ever, that I've drank in what, three years, two years, three years, something like that. I didn't know it at the time, but that was basically the last time that I, that, that I've drank. And around that time is kind of when a lot of like mental shifts started happening in my life, which was prioritizing one, the outdoors, and then getting rid of kind of superlious, superlious. I don't know if that's a word basically extra stuff that, that wasn't like helping me towards my goals. So 2020 came and I guess I've went from 2014 to all the way to 2020. I had talked about a girlfriend in 2014 that I moved out here with. Yeah. We weren't together anymore in 2020, but I was with another one <laughs> at this time. And this was not the, this was definitely not a good relationship. Uh, very, I would say very toxic on both sides of that. And as we all know, what happened in 2020 was the pandemic hit. And what was really interesting about the pandemic that I realized was that it forced me to, again, stop, take a break from doing, I was going to jujitsu. I was doing jujitsu and grappling for, for about four or five days a week for like three years straight. And that was like, just my life. I want to take a quick break. Look at Andrew right here on YouTube. He had, had his last drink in 08 and very thankful for it. Andrew, you're the man. Good work, man. There's definitely days that I still think about drinking, but once you almost like get this under your belt, you kind of like just, it's just kind of a thing where you just kind of keep building that, uh, that lapse in between. You want to keep, keep building those numbers up of how long you, you have it. You know, I also realized that because I'm, I also realized because that I am was from the Midwest, I really drinking was a hobby. I mean, that was essentially my hobby for a long part of my life. College, high school. I mean, I started drinking when I was 15. So 
I realized that I gave up a large part of my life. Now I, I do know that that is a lot of the culture in the Midwest, but that was also why like I moved out of the Midwest and that's not to rag on anybody in there, but that's just like how I felt. And that's like kind of still how I feel a lot of times. And so it is hard, hard for me to go back sometimes because I mean, that's kind of just still the culture, but regardless. So in, so yeah, in 2020, I, we started working from home because of the pandemic and jujitsu was canceled. Everything was canceled. Right. And so I had planned on doing the John Muir trail that year. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this might be in jeopardy. This is like, not good. <laughs> like, this is like what I've been planning for forever. Like I was so stoked. And, and I was like, super, super concerned that this was going to, you know, stop. And, but what happened was with jujitsu uh, being basically axed because of the protocols is I started trail running a lot and this trail running really made me get into really good shape for the JMT. Like I was, I was really felt confident. The girlfriend that I was dating at the time and I had really not a, a tumultuous late. We had a tumultuous relationship at that time. She actually ended up buying a house without me and, <laughs> and I ended up just, and we were still together. And then I ended up moving in with a buddy in the town that I worked in, which was kind of crazy. And there was a time where I, I went out to central Oregon by myself. I was like, you know what, this is, this is it. And ended up breaking it off, but then we ended up getting back together. And so now we're back together. And so I, I thought things were good. We ended up uh, she ended up dropping me off at the JMT, or not at the JMT, but at the airport for the JMT to fly out. Okay. And I go on the JMT for 14 days northbound. So it was like 240 miles, do it in 14 days. Don't have any service the whole entire time. I mean, that is an isolated place. And ended up getting service towards the end of the trip. And, you know, kind of text her or whatever. And she was acting super weird and I could sense that and just really weird vibes. And then ended up in the Reno airport a couple days later, uh, break, dumping me in the Reno airport. <laughs> so of all places, the Reno airport. So I remember literally waiting for my flight and looking out the window and I put on this song called Born for Greatness by Papa Roach, which is a great song. And I was like, I am going to be a savage. And that was a, that was another turning point for me. That was another breakthrough for me. We got Patello on YouTube, by the way, I'm still planning my first through hike, just a section of the PCT as a start. If you need any recommendations, let me know. Cause I definitely know the Oregon sections quite well. So by the way, if you're, if you are like thinking of, of doing a through hike, a section hike on the PCT is a great way to start. It is a really great way to start. You can see a lot of beautiful things. There's a lot of beautiful sections of it on there. Okay. So I'm looking at my notes here and I realize that I don't have 2021 here. Okay. Regardless, whatever. I'm going to keep going with 2022. And so, so 2020 or uh, 2020. So girlfriend breakout, whatever. And I ended up filming the whole JMT. I put it on YouTube. It did pretty well. I started gaining some traction. I had a, a video go viral on TikTok. I gained like 6,000 followers. And like, I was like, holy crap, like things are actually kind of working pretty well here. Right. And 
but in the back of my mind, I'm, I'm still like, you know, if you've ever been in a relationship and then it, it leaves, you have to fill that, that space with something. And so that's what I did. And I was again, doing a lot of jujitsu. I was doing a lot of exercising, all this stuff. And then I end up tearing my bicep in October of 2020, tear my bicep and can't do jujitsu anymore. But I think, oh, I'm in really good through hiking shape still. And so I end up then running actually a 50 K with a bum arm. And that was like kind of my foray into ultras. But regardless, we're trying to get into why I quit my job. So that makes no sense. What's up, Grant? So anyway, so I, I kept uploading videos in 2020. Of course, you know, in the back of your mind that people are making fun of you, that especially people that like you grow up with, you know, like that's one of the things when you get involved in social media and things like that. When you post and you do these things, one of the first things you have to get over is the fact that people are going to be judging you. And it's always the people that like typically you grow up with, people that know you, whatever. And they're like, you know, who is he to talk about this or or give advice about that? And so you you have that constantly buzzing in your head. And I, I truly believe that that's why 99% of people do not do so, things on social media. For me, it was kind of like I was still in that place of I don't give an F. Like I was just, I do not give an F. Like I wanted, that was kind of like the first time where I started to think like I could maybe kind of make something with what I was doing on video. And actually, let me back up. I, I, <laughs> Grant Hardy on YouTube, not to take away from anything, but I might be waiting at the door <laughs> right now. So Grant Hardy is actually a jujitsu buddy. He's up in Sherwood, north of where I train. But yeah, Grant, I was just talking about jujitsu here to, uh, quite a bit. But let me back up for a second, because really what happened uh, when my first kind of foray into the, the video stuff was actually in 2019, when I was doing those section hikes, I started uploading Instagram stories. And so throughout these Instagram stories, people like I did it of the journey and people had a lot of positive reaction to it. And so I thought, oh, my gosh, like maybe I can make something out of this. And so from there, I actually ended up contacting Gut Hook Guides, which is now called Far Out Guides. And I created a blog for them. They were super stoked about it and then ended up signing on with the Trek to create some vlogs and blogs of my JMT event. Now, so anyway, so that's what I did in 2020. Now, in 2021, like I said, I don't have my notes here. I don't know what I did with my 2021 notes. But basically in 2021 is where I was like, I was still working my nine to five, but we were still working from home at this point. And I, you know, I got some brand sponsorships and things like that. And at that time it was like a lot of the free product and things like that. I wasn't getting paid. And so like, I really didn't still didn't have it in my head that maybe I could replace my job with this. And I went on the Colorado trail in in 2021 and actually i see that the through hikers are on this live so we, i met those guys which was freaking awesome out of breckenridge <laughs> yeah. freaking awesome out of breckenridge which by the way you guys got to give them a follow renee and tim good peeps i saw them coming out of breckenridge i was super freaking late yeah they are there i was super freaking late coming out of breckenridge that day and Oh, so mad. I met, uh, actually it was really cool. Cause I met you guys. Then I also met IB Tats who was right in front of you, but then I just got a hell storm just rained upon me when I got to the crest between Breck and Copper Mountain. It was just the worst. And it, 
never quit raining. Ended up getting a hotel for like $200 because I was soaked. I was just soaked. I was just like, oh my gosh, it was crazy. But anyway, so that was that was that whole day. So in 2021, I ended up, I got time, time off to do the CT. But the problem with, with that was I really finagled it to be like, hey, look, this is this is like one of the only times that I can do the CTs because we are working from home. We're not that busy. Am I able to do that? And my boss was super cool. And she said, yes, she's super like into that stuff. And, but it had to be kind of done within a certain time frame. So I ended up doing the Colorado trail in about, in about 22 days, which is quite fast. I mean, I don't really remember the Colorado trail that much. I mean, it was pretty much a slog fest every single day you know, mid twenties. And, and this is somebody that's coming off of, you know, I'm not through, I haven't through hiked since last year. This isn't somebody that's just like, this is somebody that literally just gets propped on the trail. And now you're doing these 20 mile days and stuff, which can catch up with you, especially because of the long carries between the resupply spots there. Listeners, let me ask you this. Have you ever left a piece of really important gear behind on one of your trips? Or have you been so scattered with where you put your notes for your trips that you kind of forgot a critical piece of information because it was something that you wrote down on a notepad that you didn't bring with you. I have a solution for you and it's completely free. It's my free Notion outdoor hiking and adventure trip planner. So click the show, go into the show notes below, grab it for yourself, absolutely free. And have a great time. Grab it for yourself. It's completely... So go in the show notes below, grab it for yourself. It's completely free and keep building. We'll see you later. So the Colorado trail was great, but it was just quite a, quite a freaking blur. Yeah. Andrew Sherman on YouTube, huge IB tat fan. Dude spits a lot of truth. <laughs> IB tat is one of a kind. Is he not? I I'm a fan of him as well. He was actually super cool on when I talked to him on the CDT and just like he is in his videos, I watched like all of his PCT videos when he was doing it when I, um, right before I did my section hikes in 2019. So they, it was really cool. He was a cool guy. Yeah. Swears quite a bit, like a little more than I'm, my girlfriend at the time did not like him, but I like, I was, I like his phrase of back on trail, man. Shit. <laughs> That's what I would always say. So, so anyways, so I get back from the Colorado Trail, which was a complete and utter blur in, in July. And I get back and what happens? Well, we go back to office. So I get back like July 22 or something like that, or 25, something like that. And we were back in office like July 30. And, and all of a sudden, like, we're back in office. I mean, it was literally like my nightmare. It was literally my nightmare. We went from working from home for 18 months to all of a sudden we're back in office. And not only that, it was, I just hiked 500 miles living and doing everything I wanted to do. And now we're literally going back to being in office, being in an office. That was July, August, 2021. And that, at that point, it was like, I am going to do everything that I can to get out of this office because I was miserable. I was miserable. And so, you know, cutting out the drinking, cutting out all that stuff and all of the the other stuff that wasn't towards my goal was everything that I did from 
basically August 2021 until this point now. And so every moment of free time that I had was dedicated to this work and TikTok and, and making videos and all of this type of stuff. And so at the end of 2021, I ended up partnering with a few brands and that's where I started now making monthly content for them, which was absolutely like mind blowing to me because I was starting to create this income stream while I was still working. And so I almost had like two different income streams. It was really crazy. So throughout all of 2022, I started picking up more brand brand deals, doing UGC content for that. And, and all of a sudden, like it was, it was just, it was just crazy. It was a great time. And so I started picking up more and more of these brand deals and I was starting to pick up more and more promotions. And I was like, oh my God, like I, how am I going to manage all this stuff? Because I was at this point, you know, working the full-time job, we were back in office. I had all of these brand stuff to do. I mean, I mean, I, I would get up at like five 30, I would film at six. I would edit till seven. I would go into work from seven to four 30. I would get back and I would do basically the same thing. I mean, it was, and then my lunch, I, like there was no wasted time. There was no wasted time. Any, any moment of opportunity that I had to work on my stuff, I was working on my stuff. And, and so that was all of 2022 and it, it, it paid off to the point where we ended up wanting to move to Wyoming. And before I kind of get into that story, let's read a couple of YouTube stuff here. Grant Hardy, I was not nearly as interested in hiking until I watched your vids. You're a natural at this. I appreciate you, Grant. You're, dude, you're just a great dude. That's one of the guys that there's certain people, like when I talked about in my video, like there's certain people that you get around where the energy is, ugh. And Grant's one of those dudes that's like, you feel good around him. You feel good. That's the type of people that I was missing um, in 2022 as I started working with a lot of these brands. I was I was realizing like how much my energy was up when I was doing that type of stuff or communicating with these people or communicating with these creators as opposed to like some of the other people that I knew that were immediately in my life that were extremely low energy and miserable with what they were doing. And I, I, I realized it was rubbing off on me. I was literally getting some of their, some of their habits were literally coming out into me like subconsciously, which, which wasn't good. And I was realizing it that yes, it was totally my fault, but it was also my fault because I was, I was allowing myself to hang out with them because I was working there. So yeah. Anyway, Andrew Sherman, I look forward to his videos every day at four o'clock. Thanks man. Patello, I didn't know Chad had YouTube. I just watched his reels on IG. Yeah, TikTok, I have YouTube. So that's probably, honestly, my favorite place to create. I love making YouTube videos. Uh, that is like where I'm going to continue to go. Uh, as you can see, I got a nice camera finally. I got a new lens coming in today. I mean, I'm, I'm really trying to rip it up on YouTube. Super, super more, a lot more difficult to get traction on it. But you know what? It's, it's the love of the game. So... <laughs> And then Andrew's like, I live in, Wy or I was in Wyoming this summer. It was a beautiful, yep, the big, the, okay, the big horn was, so when I talked about moving here in 2014, we went through the big horns and it was probably the most magical place I've ever been. I mean, we went there through the night. There was deer everywhere. It was so beautiful. There was a red sunset. We came into Cody, Wyoming, and that's like where I fell in love with Wyoming. It was absolutely marvelous. So to go back into 2022, so 
let's see. So girlfriend got offered a job in Wyoming and we were super stoked, but I had cold feet. I was like, I don't really want to move to like February. This was like back in November, October. It's kind of crazy that it's now February. I was like, I don't really want to move to February because like our lease doesn't end, blah, 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 whatever. And she's like, this is a really good opportunity. Like, I think you can do it with your job. Blah, blah, blah. I was just like, I was so scared to leave my job because what I've realized now since now working for myself is like every day you're kind of hustling to get, um, you're, you're basically hustling to get paid. I mean, when you work a regular job, like, you know that, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to wake up the next day. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to wake up the next day. I'm going to get paid today. I got paid, whatever. But when you're doing a, when you're doing a, uh, when you're solo and you're in, you're a solopreneur, you almost get, you get paid in batches almost. It's not like an everyday thing, unless you're doing affiliate sales and things like that. But like every day now you're kind of like, Oh, what am I, what am I going to do to make money today? Like how, how am I going to live? Right. And so, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just really interesting, especially like when, you know, I, I put that post on Instagram about like what I made in 2022 and that I was selling my course that was going to teach how to do that. And everybody was like, oh, this is like how he gets his money. Literally, I made $700 from a course last year out of the 60 grand that I made. And so that's not, that's not how I make the money. <laughs> I mean, it's a way that I would like to make the money in the future by helping other people. But that was not how I made the money in 2022 or 2021. So anyway, it's also very funny that when people are making those comments, they they neglect the fact that they get all of this information from creators for absolutely free. And then they, as soon as a creator does a promotion for a brand or something like that, it's like, oh, you sell out. Do you ever like, do you ever go to work and not expect to get paid? Would be my question. Because if, if, if so, I mean, this is how creators make a living. Like they have, like you can't make a living off of an Instagram real bonus or like YouTube AdSense unless you're Mr. Beast. I mean, it's just, that's just not possible. So anyway, I, I digress. Anyway. So anyway, so I had cold feet about quitting my job, but I ended up, I was like, oh my gosh, like it took me days and days and days to finally settle on the decision. I was like, you know what? I can do it. I can quit my job and we can go to Wyoming. Let's do it. And it took all of this like self-talk to get to that place. And I put in my like two month notice because it was like a far time out. And I just, you know, I respect my work and I wanted them to be prepared for when I leave. So I put it in way early, way early. What's up, Matt Peshnik? Thanks for that. I put it in way early. And what happens about a month later? So about a month later, we're going to get our, our dentist work done, all this stuff done while we're still on insurance and stuff. And, and then all of a sudden <clears throat> she gets what's called trigeminal neuralgia basically in her face. And her face is, is like this, it's like this extremely, uh, painful nerve, like flare up. And it's these three nerves that come down from your, from your, basically your jawbone here. And I mean, she, I have never seen her like this. Like she could not get out of bed. She couldn't go to work. She couldn't do, she couldn't make food. She couldn't eat. She couldn't smile. She couldn't laugh. Everything was taken away. And it was like the scariest thing I've ever seen. And so we had to pull our resignations and she couldn't do the job. And all of a sudden 
now we're back in, now we're back to square one. So now we're back to me now staying at my job and doing what I've been doing and being extremely overwhelmed with now this thing, but plus the, the, you know, all my side stuff was put to a halt at that point because everything was like going into her and make sure she was good. And then all of a sudden, so, so we go through like a month of this, we pull back our resignations. They were really cool about it. And then she starts getting better. And so around like, and you know, middle of December, she starts getting better around Christmas. So, but, so now we look at going back to Wyoming. Well, now the job's gone. So, but now I'm really antsy because like I, it took all of this time to, to build up, to, to quit my job to like, now I'm like, oh, now I have to keep working my job. And so it was really tough. So we get into, yeah. So we get into January now. And we had all those days off for break and all that type of stuff and Chris or Christmas and all that. And I was getting a, I was super productive. I got brand stuff done. I was going out, I was getting split boarding done. I was filming all this stuff. It was great. Like I had, I was feeling very productive and all of a sudden, and, and so I'm driving back from the mountain and I know I have to work the next day after I had like four or five days off and I know I got to work the next day. And of course, you know, you know how it goes like the Sunday blues. So I was like kind of getting that and I was listening to this audiobook called You're a Badass at Making Money that one of my friends bought me and she was talking about the energy that you're around on like daily it makes a difference at like to your output basically like it like it affects you whether you know it or not and she's like clean up your space and I thought about oh my gosh like I I am not around good energy like I can't I uh I realize that it, that it is rubbing off, rubbing off on me. And so the next day, like I go in and I come back from break and the situation happens with the coworker where he gets like, you know, whatever, just kind of like, it just was a situation that came up. And I, it was literally at that point that I was like, I'm done. I'm done. And I went in, went straight to my computer. I, I already had the two weeks notice typed up anyway from the previous time and stuff changed some dates printed it out signed it my boss wasn't in for the next couple of days so i ended up waiting until he got in to hand it to him personally because we have a good relationship and and i was done and it was and that was that and you know people talk about like breakthroughs or you know people talk about forks in the road and it's like is it is it is a decision met a lot of little things or is it like one big decision? And for me, I I think it's always a mix. I don't know, but like, you know, it was all these like little things that were kind of getting me to go, to go, to go, to go. And then all of a sudden, like, it's just one thing and it just snaps. And then like, that's the breakthrough. And that was it for me. It was, it was the Tuesday back. And I was just like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. So I turn in my, my two weeks notice and, and that was it. And so now for, and then for the two weeks, of course, we're working on transitioning and all that type of stuff. And on last Thursday, so about a week from now or a week previous was my last day of work. And what an interesting day that was. I mean, could not focus at all on anything and just like, just very, it was a very emotional time because you're giving up something that is pretty much a sure thing. I mean, I mean, it's a pretty much it's a sure thing. And 
you're you're literally like jumping off of a cliff like there's no other way to really say it for me at least at least for me like there's no other way to say it and and you know of course i miss there's coworkers that i miss and stuff like that but i knew that like i i could not like subject subject myself to that energy anymore because i would be sacrificing opportunities on here with my audience with with other things that are coming my way just because of like how my how bad my energy was from having to do all of this stuff, being overwhelmed, and then being around some of this negative stuff. And so Thursday was my last day. And I ended up getting home that night. And, <laughs> and I ended up, you know, sitting down by myself. And I was like, what the F, what, what the F did I just do? I, I have no idea what just happened. I have no idea what just happened. What did I just do? And it was just the wildest thing I've ever if it ever experienced. And so taking a shower that night, I'm literally like, literally like crying in the shower. Cause I'm like, what did I do? Like, is this the right thing? And blah, blah, blah. And I'm like listening to these motivational talks by Les Brown and stuff. And, and, and so I wake, I don't sleep that day. Don't sleep that night. And then it goes into Friday. Do not sleep that night. And I wake up and of course, like really like nothing is real. I mean, I was really concerned about what my schedule would look like, but it literally looks the same as like when I work all weekend because I like literally work all weekend. So when I'm not at work, so I literally do like, I'm like doing the same thing. So I was like, did that on Friday it was pretty low energy because I didn't sleep. Didn't sleep again on Friday night again. Cause I just had this like ball of anxiety. Then I wake up, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, somewhere around there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my budget. And so I do my budget and I'm like, Oh, like, Actually, I'm good. Like you would think I would have done the budget before, but no, I didn't. I mean, I did it a long time before, but like I didn't do it at that time. And so I do my budget and I'm like, oh no, like I'm actually pretty good. Like, you know, I can't save as much as I was, but like now hopefully like since I burnt the boats, maybe I can go try and get new deals, trying to get new promotions, trying to, you know, promote my course, do all this type of stuff to, to, to hopefully get back up to that, that savings rate. Cause what we're wanting to do is, is buy a house. And so, so like after that, like I was pretty good and, and that's kind of now fed into where we're at today, which is Wednesday. And I think what I could take from this first week of being self-employed is kind of what I talked about earlier, which was, I think the biggest difference right now is that Every day you're kind of wondering, like you're not getting paid by the hour necessarily. Like you're at work, you might be at work and you're not even really doing work, but you're still getting paid because you're there. When you're self-employed, like the way you get paid is kind of, especially with brands, it's kind of like up and down and this, like you get, boom, you get a big chunk today. Okay. Nothing. nothing, nothing. Boom. You get another big chunk maybe, or something like that. And then boom, you maybe get another one. And so and so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a really interesting way of living. And <clears throat> so now my goal going forward is really to make that even, like I want to make like an even, an even keel of how I'm making money every single day.